This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMahon, along with Sherry Capilla, who is a life coach, Sherry. Yes, so, Christian life coach. Christian life coach. Yeah. Who just got somebody to <gasps> yeah. join you from France, yes. you're telling me. Yeah. Yeah, all okay. the way from France. Yeah, Paris, France. Right. Even people in Paris, France need help. Amen. They sure do. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You're, you're here to help those people. Absolutely. All right. We're talking about, it's Palm Sunday coming up, so I wanted yes. to talk about that because I had a couple of topics I wanted to yep. cover today mm-hmm. while you're here. But since this one's going to air before Palm Sunday, I'm like, well, that, you know, that's a good one to talk about. Yeah. So to start off with it, because the reaction of the people is so crazy different. So you have the all the people, coats on the ground, mm-hmm. palm branches, here comes the king, yep. Hosanna in the highest, all of that. Sure. And then you have the Pharisees. Thumbs down on Jesus. Yeah. Later, they're going to crucify him in less than a week. So, I mean, the divergence of that is kind of crazy. Actually. It is crazy. It is crazy to think about like that, everything coming together in that moment. Right. Yeah. Now, here's, here's, have you ever, okay, you have, to, let's say you're going to watch a movie, right? Yeah. And you want to know if the movie's any good or not before you go shell of money or Easily. something like that or take your family. Sure. So, there's a site called Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Do you know what familiar, I'm talking about? Familiar, totally familiar. Okay. So Rotten Tomatoes used to be, I think, more of a critic thing. I've noticed that now they have, and I'm sure they've done it for a while. Sure. They have the critics okay. score, and they have the audience score. Ah. To me, I'm way more interested in the, the audience, audience score. Yeah. And, and then if it's bad, it's like you get the splat of the Rotten Tomato. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you get the fresh. It's fresh if it's, you know, more than 50%, yeah. you know, of the audience liked it or the critics liked it. Exactly, so, yeah. So I think that's kind of interesting. Well, the Pharisees would have given Jesus Christ, if you look at their evaluation, mm-hmm. they would have splatted the tomato. Easily. They they would have given him poor reviews, the yeah. critics, right, the religious. They don't want to hear anything good yeah. about Jesus Christ yeah. or can't accept anything good about Christ. Right. But then the audience score. The audience score on who Jesus Christ is is yeah. seen in the triumphal entry. That's your audience it's box power. office score right there. Yeah. So I'd say they're scoring Jesus. I mean, they're throwing their coats on the road and yeah. palm branches. They're giving him a that good 90, 98%, right? So I look at the audience and say, yeah, but how did the rank and file person who didn't have any, wasn't worried about their power, yeah, they weren't jealous about Jesus Christ, sure. just a normal average Joe, yeah. how did they view Jesus Christ? They're out there singing praises to mm-hmm. him and welcoming him into the city of Jerusalem yeah. as a king. That's power. And that's, that's the one that we're interested in is what, what's the audience reaction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that's what matters actually. Yeah. So I'm looking at that score and saying, okay, well that says a lot about Jesus Christ that mm-hmm. speaks volumes and they see him now as coming up as the fulfillment of the old Testament. It mm-hmm. says in Zechariah nine, nine rejoice greatly daughter of Zion shout daughter of Jerusalem. See your King comes to you righteous and victorious, lowly riding on a donkey on a colt, the foal of a donkey, yeah. First time anyone's ever ridden on the animal. Yep. It doesn't come out on what a stallion. It doesn't yep. come loud and noisy. Nope. Just comes up. Yep. Just do, doing his thing. And all these people that have seen the great things of Jesus Christ, but they could recognize. And I think yeah. that's my first point is actually just seeing Jesus Christ for who Jesus Christ is mm-hmm. and recognizing his mm-hmm. work. That's key. They could Easily. see Jesus Christ. They could literally see him. Physically, yeah. Accept the facts because they had seen stuff. Yeah. And this was not confusing to them at all. Mm-mm. When you raise the dead. Yeah, my goodness. You're pretty powerful. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of blind guys along the road. Yeah. Well, now they see now. 
Yeah, I can just accept that at face value. Exactly. Like, this guy is pretty special. Yeah. So they, they see him as the king. Well, in Luke 19, and this is part of the triumphal entry, 37 and 38, when he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. So they had seen miracles. They're thanking God because, again, they can recognize the things that they've seen. Yeah, I think that's power. Right. Can you imagine being there? How amazing? Yeah, I can imagine it. Yeah. For sure. I think some of us experience it in our own realities, right? It's just, it's a beautiful thing that we want everybody to have and experience. I think to recognize Christ for who he is, is going to have a major adjustment on your Mm -hmm. attitude, on your faith. If you really believe in him or you don't. Yeah. The people that really believe in him, the response is they're going to praise him and they're going to thank him because they can see him. Yeah. They're praising God for all the miracles that they had seen, right? Uh Joyfully praising God in loud voices, Mm -hmm. recognizing it because all the miracles they had seen. Now, they had seen him raise Lazarus from the dead. Mm -hmm. That had just happened a short Mm -hmm. time before. They had seen that. So you've got people that are aware of these things. They're hearing the word is spreading. People are coming out of the gate of Jerusalem. People are behind (laughs) them. So you have a huge crowd in front of them. You Mm -hmm. have a huge crowd behind them. You've got people lining the streets. It's something else. I mean, it's it's a big coming into a big week. Obviously, Passover, a lot of people from uh, international communities are coming in. Jewish communities were all over the known world, basically. So they're all coming in, especially the Roman Empire. They're all coming in to celebrate. So, yeah, I mean, there'd have to be a whole swelling of the population of the city anyway. And people are hearing about this one who raises this guy, Lazarus, from the dead. That's power. Right. The raising of Lazarus. I mean, that's just in and of itself is amazing. Right. And then in John 9, 24 and 25, it says the second time they summoned the man. Now, this has nothing to do with the triumphal infantry. Mm-hmm. This is just sure. a miracle. This is yep. just, what did An Jesus example. do? Just seeing what he did and recognizing it. So they summon him, give glory to God, telling the truth. We know this man is a sinner. Now, this is how the mm. religious leaders look at Jesus Christ. He's obviously a sinner. I, I mean, he healed you. Obviously, but, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's healing people on the Sabbath day. You know, obviously he's a bad guy. We know that. And <laughs> And so the guy says, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind. Now I see. That's why all I can tell you is what I know. Yeah. There was like, there was like this moment of time, like I couldn't see Now there's a moment of time I can see. So I would say, yeah, call him what you want. I can see. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. But isn't that all of our testimony right there? I was blind and now I can see. Well, what is your testimony? I mean, well, you know, I was blind and now I can see. I mean, it really is that spiritual darkness versus that illumination of your spirit. You're able to now discern what you previously were darkened and unable to see. Right. And that has changed your life. So you can look at different things where you can say, yeah, these things or desires that I had before, cravings I had before are gone now. Absolutely. Such as? Oh, boy. Uh, Well, alcohol. Okay. For me, it was definitely alcohol. I mean, we were talking earlier, secular music. I didn't even, you know, um, living, I I used to call something living between the cups, my cup of coffee and my cup of wine, you know, my, my six or so glasses of wine every night. So I was blinded. Right. And now, you know. So what made you wake up to it? Um, an, an encounter with God in my closet one morning. 
Well, <clears throat> and why? Like, why were yeah, you, if you're just in your own way, why even bother? I was searching for something and okay. I was deep in Hinduism and Buddhism. And I was, I right. was a seeker, self-proclaimed all of the things, was following Ram Dass, doing all of these worldly things and could not, I knew I was drowning. I was, had a corporate career, kids, all of the things was drowning. And one day in my bedroom closet, while I was sorting baby clothes, I heard the spirit just say to me, surrender. And I thought, Psh. That's not in my type A personality. Right. Are you even kidding me? And then after that, I started journaling and I felt like the Holy Spirit was asking me questions until finally one day I wrote down, ask me any question and I'll answer you. And I'm like, I'm losing my mind. I'm talking to myself literally right, right now. I can't tell my husband this, right? Because right. he's going to he's gonna know I lost it. And then one night, I, that night I laid down and went to sleep and I heard the still small voice say, what's your question? And I thought, okay, I don't know the difference between God, Jesus, and the Lord. Like, where do the commas go? Who's the, and I heard the voice say, I'm Jesus Christ, the Lord of the land. Just like a landlord is on the land, I walked on the land, I'm Jesus Christ. And I ran downstairs to my husband and I said, is Jesus Christ the Lord? Right. (laughs) And he looked at me like, what are you even doing up? You know, he said, yeah. And that's when I knew something was happening. I was awakening. I was stepping into what I was meant to step into. Right. So some type of like revelation or profound prodding, nudging through the spirit to wake you up. Yep. So then you can see that now and look back on it and say, okay, this is how I know. Right. Because I saw something, you know, like I had some kind of experience. Yeah. And I look at uh, what I've seen. I think answers to prayers have been uh, super meaningful to me. Mm -hmm. It's not that I get everything that I want or everything I've ever asked for, but uh, certainly to have things that you were literally, I mean, on your knees talking to God about and every, you wake up in the middle of the night praying about it, you get up and pray about it, you go to bed, pray about it, you pray about it all in the middle of the day, like you pray about it, it. praying all the time. And to see the changes that I saw as a result of that. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty profound for me. Yeah, it is is powerful because it helps you to know that God is real. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's the one thing, like the religious leaders, they couldn't, they didn't see the reality of Christ. They just... No, he's here. He's a hoax. Yeah. He's a sinner. Saw the threat. He's fueled by the devil. All the nonsense yeah. that they spread around about Jesus yeah. Christ. They just couldn't, like yeah. they couldn't well, see Well, they had it. an agenda, right. you know, to uphold. Right. Well, yeah. there's their own power. Yeah. I mean, they didn't want yeah. to lose power, clearly. Exactly. And that was part of that. But I would say change lives. When people come to celebrate recovery and they've wow, been, an, yes. you know, they've been an alcoholic, they've been a drug addict, yeah. and then they're not. And they're just now, you, you think about people that used to be in jail, in trouble all the yeah. time, making a wreck of their lives. Yeah. And I mean, in and out of jail, multiple times, mm-hmm. multiple drug problems, terrible habits, and now see them singing on the praise team. Isn't that amazing? I love that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I love it when they people have come from far yeah. from God and now they're singing praise to God. That helps me. That's the power. Yeah, I would say protection at times. Yep. Uh, when you feel like, whoa, like, I'm glad you helped me to see Stop that, God. Me. Like, I, I'm glad you intervened in my life. Yeah. The timing of events sometimes where you just know, hey, I ran into this person for a purpose. Like, yes. there's a there's a reason that this there's this connection here yeah. or I crossed this person's path, whatever it is. I yeah. think those are God things, too. They are. I had one last night. Barb and I were at an event. And there was a woman who's kind of in the New Age movement where I used to be. And while we were at this women's event it became obvious to me why I was there and it was to witness to her. Right. You know? And so we witness through our example. We witness through just the words we say, the words we don't say, right. the way that we follow up, that we do the things that we say we're going to do. So 
I'm now excited because I took her business card, right. you know, and I'm not going to, you know, just do, you know, all kinds of crazy things to her, but I'm going to reach out and be who I believe God prompts me to be as she needs right. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now you, you will reach out at some oh, point. Yeah. You'll say, Hey, yeah. nice to meet you. She's or expecting whatever. an email from me because, right. you know, she's very much into spiritualism and new age and all of this thing. And I asked her, I said, have you ever taken a spiritual gift test? Right. And she was very interested in that. And I, I said, well, this might be different than anything you're aware of. Right. You know, so it'll be, it'll be a good way for God to just plant a seed. Right. Well, you'll have to, you'll have to let me know how that I goes. I will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But it's um, in Matthew 12, 28, you know, this is one of the things that Jesus Christ said when they were accusing him yeah. of, you know, how he casts out the demon and all the stuff and you're yeah. just driving out by, and he was talking to them about how ridiculous the whole notion was that Satan would work against his own Yeah, why would power. that? Like, why There's would no logic that? even. The kingdom divided, it's going to fall. Exactly. So he said, but if by the spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Mm. If I'm doing this by the spirit of God, what you're seeing, and this is really from God, then guess what? The kingdom of God has come upon yeah. you. And that's where people could see it. They, yeah. they could recognize, again, those without the agenda, those without yep. the jealousy, those yep. without the ones trying to hold on to their power and all they cared about was if people praised them or not. Sure. They didn't want to give any of that up. Those people weren't seeing it. The rest of the people yeah, could see, no, the kingdom of God has come near. Yeah, so they're the spiritual. ones shouting yeah. to Jesus, Hosanna, yeah. glory to God in the highest. Here comes the king of, you know, the one that sat on David's throne, the king. Yeah. So they, they were saying all that kind of stuff. And I appreciate that they were praising God, it said, in loud voices. You know, mm. they're praising God. So the question would be then, you know, how important is worship? You know, how important <sighs> is it to praise God? Power. I mean, it's everything. And when you step into your awakening and you spec, you step into a relationship with God, praising him is just a natural reaction. Right. So how do you praise God? Like, do you say thank you? Oh, so many ways. I mean, obviously there's praise and worship. You know, we were talking about praise music in your car, singing at full capacity, you know, or just in those quiet moments. Right. You know, I'm just praising you right now because I know you just did this for me. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think for me, I mean, that praise is just, hey, I'm thankful. Like sometimes yeah. I'm not yelling out or loud voice. There's not even anyone around. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just me anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm just, hey, you know, I'm, I'm appreciative, God. I'm yeah. appreciative for this. I'm appreciative for this. And I want to thank you for this. I yeah. want to thank you for that. And, you know, I think that's what they're praising God for yeah. the things they had seen. Yeah. And, you know, part of that natural, we praise God for who he is. But we also praise God for what he's done. I mean, I think mm-hmm. those are two aspects. You know, one is your character. Yeah, we're going to praise Jesus because you're the son of God, dying yeah. on the cross for our sins. And that's also who you are and sure. what you've done. But I think those answers of prayer and those daily things that come up Easily. or God gave us patience or God helped us in a tough situation Absolutely. and God gave us a compassion that we really wouldn't have had. Yeah. And sometimes it's just that. It's like, man, I have a love for these people yeah. that I know I wouldn't have had on my own, but God is putting that in my heart. Yep. Those are the kind of things where you can thank God. That's pretty so cool. now where else can a person worship? Because obviously, I mean, we're not, these people, like when they, you come down and you look at the triumphal entry, that's not a church service. No. No, it's not, it's not, it wasn't a, what we would consider a Sunday morning or for yep. them a Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. It was not a set time no. uh, to be, the, this is just a uh, uh, spontaneous yep. outburst. Because it was real. Right. Because it was just real. Right. Yeah. I love those experiences. I love right. waking up in those days where you feel like everything you're doing is almost an act of worship. I right. find for me, worship, just kind of getting back to that point. To me, worship is a surrendered, obedient life. Right. I would agree. Like, let your life be worship. Right. You know, it's, it's the most amazing thing. So you're doing everything surrendered and submitted. And in that is so much freedom and joy. Right. Yeah. 
No, I think it's great because yeah. then you're trying to sense what God wants you to yep. do on a regular basis yeah. and leaving him to lead you and direct yeah. you. Right. So there's different things. No, I think that's awesome. I, I, I would say, you know, you're in a car and conversation, mm-hmm. private prayer. You know, if you're walking in the woods and you happen to have a time, hey, you know, you're talking to God. Yep. I think certainly the worship time, I think we should be a church collectively worshiping God. Easily. You know, I, I do think that that is important. Just it's talked about in our membership class last night. I'm like, hey, guys, you know, yeah, the yeah. preaching of the word of God, that is really important. But so is praising God. As you yeah. look at scripture, that's important, too. Yeah. So, you know, we, we cover both angles Easily. on a Sunday morning because they are both relevant to our lives. Absolutely. And, you know, another part of that, too, is recognizing your role in the body. And where fellowship fits into that and how, you know, like we were talking about spiritual gifts, how you are gifted to be a part of this body, right. you know, to come in and, and to be a part of that. So I think it's, it's critical. No, I think it's great. And the other thing I noticed about Christ, I mean, they praise Jesus. I think that's important. They recognize who he is. So it starts with that. You recognize who Jesus Christ is. Wow. He really is God's son. He died on the cross for our sins. He rose again on the third day. Mm-hmm. We recognize him. We want to praise Jesus mm-hmm. and we want to honor Jesus. And it said in Mark 11, eight through 10, that many people spread their cloaks on the road while others spread branches they had cut in the field. So that's effort, right? You yeah. go out in the field, you're yep. cutting out branches, you're throwing it out. Palm, you know, palms are typically yeah. what we think of. Uh, those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father, David. Hosanna in the highest. Now, to me, if, if I'm going to take my coat off, mm-hmm. And let someone drive over yeah. it. Like today, they wouldn't be coming up on a donkey. They'd be coming in a vehicle. Yeah. And you know somebody's coming there that you honor so yeah. much that you're going to put your coat down. Yeah. It's cr- it's not for us at, in this time. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But, but they, there it was symbolic. Yeah. But they, yeah. they wanted to do something. Yeah. To show their to respect. To lay down to, what matters to them. Right. So, I mean, the, my question would be then, you know, because obviously they're doing something concrete, yeah. is how do we honor Christ? Like, how does a person, because again, I try to take the Bible and apply it to my life. I'm like, okay, well, they saw, they're, they're praising you, they recognize who you are, and they're doing this concrete thing to elevate you, to honor you, to show you how special you are mm-hmm. to them. And so they pitch their coats on the road or palm branches on the road and do something to like a sign of respect. Sure. Right. right. So yeah. what do we do in the honor? You know, okay. This is the part where I take over the podcast, right? All right. I got my <laughs> coffee. Um, <clears throat> how our life, like I said, with worship, our life should honor. We should recognize that there's a degree of surrender, submission and, and sacrifice. Right. You know, physically, emotionally, spiritually, for other people, in service, in all of the ways. I mean, everything we should, everything we do, you can always wonder, am I honoring God with this choice by simply asking yourself, when I make this choice, am I honoring my flesh or am I honoring what God is asking me to do in this moment? Right. I think that's a great question. I would say things I put down when you love people, Mm -hmm. your speech. Like the things you say, the things you don't say. Yep. Uh, sometimes there are things, well, that wouldn't be honoring to Christ if I said that yeah, right now. exactly. <clears throat> Coming to church. Yes. I, I think it's part of honoring. You know, how do I honor Christ? Come to church. Amen. Right. Yeah, and be that's there, a form of, of self-sacrifice. Like right. a lot of people don't realize, they're like, oh, but it's my only day to sleep in. Christ died on the cross for you. Right. And it's your only day to sleep in. Um, I have news for you. 
sleep, you can sleep in and still make a 1030 service. Amen. How long are you sleeping Amen. in? You're you, an adult for crying out loud. You need a Christian life coach to help you to get to bed earlier, to wake up and get to <laughs> right. church, right? I was like, you're an adult. <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're not a teenager anymore. How long do people sleep in? It's I a 1030 service Go for to bed out loud. the night before. Saturday's my day to sleep in. I would never sleep in so no. long. I couldn't make a ten thirty service. I, I know. Hit up. You I know, know. I wake up. So I, know. I don't know. It's kind of sorry. You know, if I'm stepping <laughs> on your toes. No, you know, I'm not sorry for that. Actually, that's part Get of our job. Church, yeah. Our job is to step on your toes exactly. from time to time. Exactly. Uh, service giving. I think when yep. you give different things. I mean, we yeah. have uh, right now we're in Lent, so yeah. I gave up. You know, bread. Yeah. And that includes pizza yeah. and stuff. Oh, Pastor Bill, how are, well you did wonderfully. I'm, I'm assuming you're doing it well. with jelly beans. Swapped so, it out. Yeah, Good. swapped it out with jelly beans. So Good. you'll be happy. I meant to eat jelly Wait, beans. Wait, what did my you swap out with jelly beans? Bread. I eat jelly beans. They're right here in my office. I've been eating black jelly beans. I'm on my third bag. People bring me back. Pastor jelly Bill, beans. this is a whole nother problem. I know. You uh, need they another me black jelly beans. I try to get the other guys to help me eat them. I'm like, guys, seriously, you've got to help me eat these black jelly beans. Like, I'm on bag three now. You need to last, swap like, it out with like broccoli. I was just teasing. Okay, you, good. <laughs> I've actually dropped weight. Like, I've dropped weight yeah. inland. Yeah. Because Lent's we're not eating pizza, we're not yeah. eating bread. And so then you eat. Uh, smoothies in the middle of the day yeah. i snack on an occasional i'm try, i try to be easy yeah. on black jelly, jelly bean smoothie I, I love them but i i don't <laughs> listen i don't go crazy on that stuff uh because i why because i'm working hard to be fit i'm yeah. well, not gonna sit that here matters. and counter right? i'm not gonna sit here and counter what i'm doing and that's how you honor god right right like you need your health to be our pastor right Right, you're you're gonna need it need it for everything God has intended for your future. So you've got to prioritize, and that's also self self sacrifice. Right. Honor God with your body. I don't want to go back really to eating bread that much. Yeah, like I, I want to. I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm like, uh, yeah. Do I miss going to the diner and having a turkey Reuben? Yeah, I mean that was course. one of the drags. Like when it was on uh, St. St. Patrick's Day, and then all of yeah. a sudden, it's a Reuben would be yeah. perfect on St. Patrick's Day. Easily, you know, but no. Oh, that's right. We can't have Reuben sandwiches because we're in Lent. Yeah. But it's okay. I mean, it's a there sacrifice. There are bread alternatives, and, yeah. Pastor Bill. Yeah, but that's cheating. I don't going to do a bread alternative. I have not had bread in maybe four and a half years. Really? And what do you eat instead? Oh, you don't want to know. See, I'm not going to make it easy on myself. Like, I'm not going to make it easy on myself <laughs> and say there's a sub like a cauliflower bread or crust for a pizza. Like, some people are like, you're not eating pizza. You can eat cauliflower crust. And I'm thinking to myself... No. no, because I gave deny. it up. Yeah, yeah I gave it up. Denial. It would be like, yeah, I gave up candy, but yeah. you know what? I'm going to eat sugar-free candy all day long. Well, it's exactly. Like, like it's not the same difference. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not a big sacrifice at that yeah. point. It's not the hardest thing I ever gave up, by the way. No. Bread is not. Yeah. Like, I thought it would be uh, coffee was the hardest thing I ever gave up for life. Oh, that would be. That was brutal. Although I would do it. I've been called to it before. Oh, I've done it. Yeah. And 40 days is when you realize how yeah. long 40 days is. And that's why, like, I on-ramp people to that because that's hard to just stop. I mean, it's not healthy sometimes either. Right. You go through all those symptoms and withdrawals and reactions. And right. <laughs> he not drinks his coffee. Up. Cheers, Pastor Bill. <laughs> yeah, no, not giving that up. Yeah, anyway, exactly. I, we got to honor Christ. So I would say yeah. recognize who he is, praise Jesus Christ, Amen. and honor Jesus Christ by yeah. the things that you do, the things you say, would be a great way as we come to Palm Sunday yeah. and to be thinking about Jesus Christ. We appreciate you tuning in and listening. Appreciate you coming in and sharing. Absolutely. You guys all have a great and a blessed week.